All right, welcome to a very super duper mega special two year anniversary show for us at Chat Rap on Cheap Pops. I am JB and I'm with the best Chris in all of wrestling podcasts. Mr. Boom, boom, boom. Mr. Chris Dredd, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I'm uh, just happy to be here on this, you know, looks like we made it. Look how far we've come, my baby. We've made it two years, dude, two years. And um, we're still here. We're still doing the damn thing. Um, still loving every minute of it. You know, sometimes there might be bigger gaps in between episodes or whatever, because yeah. obviously like life and that. Um, but yeah, man, we still fucking love doing this shit. And as soon as the idea like JB shot it across, said, oh, what do you reckon? Q&A session. I was like, fuck yeah, man. Let's get some cunts asking us questions. Let's do it. And uh, not that anyone that asked us a question is a cunt. You know what I mean? Obviously, not all cunts, yeah. Yeah, no. everyone's a cunt. You know, so we, it, we, it, is, it comes from a, a good place, a loving place. It's a term of endearment in this circle. Thank you for joining us on our final episode. Yes, yeah, hey, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> um, it's as you know, we are very much a classic retro. Talk to anyone that's been retro sort of podcast, but this is a Q and A. We'll talk about anything and everything. Anything that's anyone's asked us, we are going with. I've got it all written down, names included, shout outs to come, and at some point. We will be telling the wrestling world about our newest and most favourite sponsor. <laughs> That's right. We, there's another one. You know what I mean? Um, we're just doing the thing. We're just doing the thing. We are, you know, we aim to put across as um, a professional as podcast as we possibly can. And in doing that, we also want to give back a little something to our listeners. And this... Our, our very next sponsor is a fucking doozy because it, it's extremely helpful. It will come in very handy. And in this time where everything is done online, on your computers, it will come in just well handy. So like JB said, more of that coming later on. Absolutely. Let's, uh, let's get to it. Um, thank you to everyone that sent in a question um, via Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, all of that good stuff. <laughs> you know, and as always, you can catch us there at Chat Grapple Pops. Indeed. You'll see it everywhere on the video. Welcome. Um, if you haven't already done it, hit the subscribe button. Chris has been telling you for two years now, slap his bell. I've been asking, yeah, and many of you have done it. And I, you know, we're extremely grateful when you slap our bell. We love it all day long, twice on Sundays, uh, you know, touch our bell, slap our bell. You don't even need to get notifications. All you got to do, please subscribe. It costs you nothing. You fucking cheap ass motherfuckers. Anyone who's watching this video and not subscribing, you're a cheap ass motherfucker. It don't cost you nothing. Touch the subscribe. It's a, it's a good thing they are cheap because we're going to have a deal for them coming up. Indeedly do. Trust me. We're gonna, to... like said, we want to give back. We, we want to give back to the community. Yeah, we really do. And this one for, for people in the US and in the UK or wherever you are in the world is a, a fantastic get. And we've got an offer for you. But, it's yeah. starting to sound like one of those Don West like mega deals. Yeah, mate. We're, we're like fucking Mean Gene trying to sell the hotline. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
Well, yeah, let's let's get to it. It is rest, you know, it's uh, you know, crazy wrestling week, you know, as usual. A lot of stuff's been going on, but fuck that. Let's get to our questions. Our very first question. It, uh, I'm going to take this one from Facebook. It's come from our very good friend, Mr. Cactus Matt, and he has asked, who is buying the first round in Cardiff? Uh, and I think me and you have already told him it's probably Matty, bro. Like, the, you know what I mean? It's happening, fam. Matty, you you got to stick your hand in your pocket, even though you're probably going to be driving us there. Um, so, you know what I mean? We, in, in all fairness, we should probably dip our hands uh, in our pockets and buy him a pint um, because... Yeah, that is something, I mean, I'm super gassed. I mean, I'm getting the lob on just thinking about it. Um, you know, WWE in the UK, huge stadium show. Um, yeah, fucking hugely excited about that. Matty, I will happily buy you a drink, my friend. Um I'm sure we can come to some arrangement. I've already I've already just shown Jordan something that I'm taking with us. And uh, maybe you might even partake in that anyway as well. You don't want to know. You don't want to know. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big it's, <laughs> it's uh It's going to be a good laugh. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's WWE in a stadium, mate. Um, you know, we've, whatever you want to, you know, we've got the, the wrestling wars that people want to coin. It's not a wrestling war. I mean, the wrestling viewership in general has fallen, but one company that can, when it's, asked it's very to... much like a wrestling argument over a fence. Yeah, it yeah, is. It's it over is. a garden fence. Yeah, like yeah. you'll be hearing. I'm not a cunt. You're a cunt, kind of thing. Um, <laughs> it's you know, it's one of them. But if anyone can fill a stadium, especially in the UK, we're hungry for it, man. I mean, if you look back at our previous reviews that we've done when we did the Capital Carnage when they come to the UK and they're in like a big arena, man, Damn. they will fill it up and the crowd are rabid. We will be absolutely off our nuts. And I am sure come September, by the time we've figured out our arrangements, there will be a pub for any of our listeners to come and meet us and have a drink with us and maybe even buy Cactus Matt that pint. Fucking a, dude! Like we we will happily meet anyone in 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 pubs uh, in in Wales. You know we are gonna be we're gonna be there. We're gonna be up for it. We're gonna be merched you know, to fuck as well. Huh? We're gonna be merched out. Oh, we're gonna be fucking. You won't be able to miss us. We'll be the cunts like literally decked out in merchandise, like a couple of cunts. Um, you know that that will be us. But yeah, really massively excited, mate. And yeah, Matty will get a few drinks bought for him. Most definitely. That's uh yeah. Thank you, Cactus, for jumping in and asking probably the most obvious question of the trip. <laughs> yeah. Or how am I gonna last um the few days with two gooners if Tottenham get four spot? Hold that point <laughs> just for a second. Um this next question came from Anonymous and it said, what was the greatest face turn in all of history? Um, just quickly, if I can answer that, I would say it was when one man left the evil empire and came and joined the wonderful sort of loving family. And uh, that guy's name was Sol Campbell. Yeah, what, um, Judas? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
What a guy he was, eh? Um, oh, what, what a player, though. Let's be honest, man. Yeah. Fucking Sol Campbell. Absolute fantastic player, whatever way you want to look at it. And not to be, not to hang up on it too much, but justified in his move, winning a league title the next season. So. Yeah, man, you know what I mean? Dude, it, it's, it's football at the end of the day, mate. And it's a face turn for us, obviously. It's a face turn for you, but uh, but Teddy Sheringham done the same thing. It's a massive little turn for you. Yeah, you know, like Teddy, Teddy Sheringham done the same thing to us. Um, he went to Man United and um, they didn't actually win the league that next season, I don't think. Um, I think we did. Yeah, um, I, I think you did. But yeah, I mean, because we had a song, um, you know, Teddy, Teddy sharing them, went to Man United, only one fuck all. That was pretty much well, one of our songs. But um, yeah, it, it's football. It happens, man. People want to be where the, the glory is. They want to be winning titles, you know. End of. No sour grapes here. I don't even drink wine. Oh, man. What's the <laughs> point? Um, next question. At non-stop wrestling chat podcast or at chat non-stop on Twitter. If you could pick one match to be front row for, what would it be, no matter the year? Oh, are we uh, the biggest face turns as well, though? Uh, no, well, no, that wasn't even a question. I just jumped, I chucked that in. Oh, you cheeky little monkey. Um <laughs> the answer yeah, was so, Campbell. <laughs> so go on, yeah. <laughs> wrestling, wrestling stop. At non-stop wrestling chat, yeah. If you could pick one match. To be front row for what would it be, no matter the year? What would you have picked? As you already stated on Twitter, and as they've already accepted on Twitter, there is literally no way in hell, there is no chance that you're getting one match out of me. That I, I literally yeah. couldn't pick like what one match. There, there's no way. Um, I Name mean, names a couple off the top of your head. There, there's there's a few. There's the 1992 Royal Rumble match. Yeah. I mean, what a cracker to be in the front row there, seeing Flair doing what Flair does. Um, Bash at the beach, the Hogan heel turn. Imagine being in the front row there. Yeah. I mean, fuck. Come on, man. Um, WrestleMania 25, Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. Shout out to our boy, Marty. Shout out to Marty Elias. You know what I mean? What a what a match to be front row there. Um, <laughs> when uh, when Raven put ha uh, put Sandman on the cross in in ECW. I was going to mention an ECW one. And it's not not a conventional one in the slightest. Yeah. But Mike Awesome, Masato Tanaka. Nice man. I nice. thought that would just be even thinking about being front row. Something like that would have been crazy. Yeah. Nice. Um, I mean, you. I, I mean, I've got he, the the Hell in the Cell, uh, the Undertaker, Shawn Michaels would have been great. Um, yeah. Mankind, Undertaker. There's so many. There's so many matches. It's just I can't pick one. Uh, no, there is a, there is a there's way too many to be. I mean, Brett and Owen as well. WrestleMania ten. You know, yeah. Just all those sort of things, and I think I had one more in my head, and it was Rock Hogan WrestleMania 18. Oh, that was what that was. I was going to say there is like a, a a three that I would have, yeah, really, you know, and it's funny as well. Two of them involved the the Iron Sheep, so it would be, <laughs> yeah, trust me, fuck the Hulk Hogan. So yeah, the Rock um, Hulk Hogan in Canada, that that crowd was just absolutely fucking yeah, rabid. Yeah. Um, 
when the Iron Sheik beat Bob Backlund for the title and when Hulk Hogan beat the Iron Sheik for the title. Oh, you wanted to feel the heat for Backlund and Sheik. Fuck yeah, dude. Absolutely. I love the Sheik. I love the Iron Sheik. Ooh. I think, you know... I am I'm getting a little more feedback off your mic, mate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hello. How, how's that doing? It's not great. Okay. Oh, it's only getting worse. It's me, uh, it's me, it's me cable. There you go. There we go. Cool. And now that our technical difficulties are now fixed, we're back. We're back. <laughs> so yeah, I'm talking about the Iron Sheik. I mean, the Iron Sheik was in his in his in his day was just fantastic. You know, there's no one. You know, heat wise, he was just fucking unbelievable. And literally, the downfall of his career was getting caught with uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Really. And um, that was the downfall of his career. Uh, yeah, the uh, being caught in a car with a baby face. Yeah. Yeah. Killed it. I mean, no one would give a fuck now. No. But, yeah. Slightly annoying. But that, but uh, again, it's a different wrestling world. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you uh, at Chat Nonstop for that. Uh, Nonstop Wrestling Chat podcast. Thank you very much. Uh, next up at SCW Steve. And this one is, this was definitely a, more of a new one on the ECW side, but what are some of your favourite WCW and ECW pay-per-views? You, you crack on, man. I'm sure you've got a few uh, WCW ones and ECW ones. I have. Uh, something that we reviewed a long time ago uh, is uh, Super Brawl, the first one. Yeah. With that ridiculous tag match, Steiners and Luger and Sting. Uh, also, I mean, Bash at the Beach 96, historically excellent. It's not, I mean, it has got some good matches too. Mm-hmm. Um, ECW was different, difficult. I, I have picked an easy one. I have picked Heat Wave 98. I remember seeing that a long time ago and really enjoying it. And outside of that, I mean, I mean, barely legal as well for its, its historical purpose. Yeah, but yeah, there was um, yeah. So I think Heat Wave '98 is is the one for me. Um, VCW. Now I know you're going to have a lot to go on. So I'm I'm a I'm a fucking ECW mark, man. I, you know, I I I love the the fact that there was a company that like ECW that was able to do whatever it did, and it and it managed to draw people wrestlers from all. Kind of, there was something really for everyone. There was, you know, a little bit of your your your, your high flying wrestling. There was your, you know, there was your 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 classic mat wrestling, chain wrestling kind of stuff going on. There was your brawling going on. There was your T and A. Uh, not talking about Impact Wrestling, um, you know, for for the pervy man them. You know, there was there was there was something for everyone, and it was. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't missing its stars. You know, it had, it had your, your, your Chris Jericho's, your Chris Benoit's, your, your Stone Cold Steve Austin's for a little bit. You had your Mick Foley's, you had your, um, you know, you, you, you had your, you, you know, you had your, your Rob Van Dam's, you had your, you know, Sabu's, you had people that had been in, 
the big companies. It had, you know, a, a little bit for everyone, but some ECW pay-per-views were shit, Re- like really shit. Some yeah. were really bad, like, and I've got enough of them. I've got so many ECW videotapes. I've got so many ECW DVDs, like too many to fucking mention, like literally, but some of them are absolutely shocking, but some of them are really, really good. So you've got, you know, one, one of my favorites is Matter of Respect 96, which is one that we've actually, we've spoke about, um, you know, we've, we spoke about reviewing for a while. And it was basically because it was absolute mayhem. This whole pay-per-view was just, it was absolute mayhem. It was chaos. You know, the, the matches and that were all right. You know, you had, uh, you know, the, the, the Dudleys versus Damian Kane and Devon Storm. You had FBI against Axel Rotten and Hack Myers. You had the freeway dance for the title. Uh, Raven versus the Sandman versus Pitbull 2. Not, you know, all right match. Chris Jericho versus Mikey Rip, 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 Rip Whip Wreck. You had Shane Douglas versus Two Code Scorpio. Sabu versus Rob Van Dam. You know, you had Brian Lee in the Eliminators versus Tommy Dreamer and the Gangsters. Like I say, the card is not great. It's not a great card. But, my God, it is fucking entertaining. It's absolute chaos, mayhem. So that that is one for me, just because it was absolutely brutal. Just fucking craziness going on. But you've got other ones as well. You know, there, there's, you know, let's have a look at this. There was another one that I picked out, Hardcore Heaven. Hardcore Heaven 96, great one. Uh, Taz versus Paul Varlins. You, you remember that he was in oh, UFC? Oh, yes, UFC, the, the Dutch guy, yeah. Uh, so he, he was he was there. Uh, Raven versus uh, Terry Gordy. The Eliminators versus the Gangsters. Eliminators versus the Bruise Brothers. Axel Rotten and Hack Myers versus the Samoan Gangster Party. Chris Jericho versus Pitbull 2 again. Uh, Tommy Dreamer versus Primetime Brian Lee. And another Sabu versus Rob Van Dam. So, again, I prefer the earlier I prefer the earlier ones that were out on DVD and video and that. So, you know, they, I couldn't really say. I mean, Hardcore 97, uh, Hardcore Heaven 97 was another good one. Um, Barely Legal, the first one was pretty good. Um, I've got that on DVD. It actually came with the ECW One Night Stand DVD. The yeah, WWE done. yeah so you, you got that with that. Um, WCW, I mean, there was a lot of good pay-per-views. But for me, again, it seems like, for me, the best pay-per-views for me to watch are the really shit ones. I don't know why. I just like them. Um, tell me you like sold out 97 or something. Like that. No, it's... it's, it's, it's um, uh, Halloween Havoc, Chamber of Horrors. Oh. I love it. I fucking love how shit it is. I, I think it's amazing. Um, you know, the uh, Capital Combat 91 uh, with, oh, with Robocop. Oh, God. You know, you, you've just got, you know, later on there were some really good events. And even, you know, the later stuff in WCW, though, I mean, we reviewed Greed. Yeah, had some good stuff on it. It was a pretty good pay-per-view. You've got to take it for what it is. Yeah. Um, you know, so I don't want to just say the classics of what my favourite, you know, everyone's going to say, 
you know, like you say, we 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 can't not mention like Bash at the Beach '96. But again, Hogs Wild '97 was fucking great, man. Good. I uh, yeah, I also think uh, what was it? It was I think it was Spring Stampede '97. It's yeah, good one as well. Yeah, like, man. That was things we haven't quite got to yet, haven't reviewed. Yeah. But yeah, no, I. Yeah, it was a it was a good thinker that was, and there was a there was a lot to get through. Yeah. So, uh, thank you very much, SCW Steve. Um, moving on to our next one. Uh, this one's almost as much of a mouthful as our own show. Uh, Botch Bots and Chair Shots podcast. Um, <laughs> but this is a cracker of a question. Uh, brace yourself. Was the Turner buyout of Crockett Promotions the beginning of the end of pro wrestling and the birth of sports entertainments? Me personally... I answer is my answer is no. Same as mine. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Um, if you want to go that deep into it, go deeper, the, baby. Go deeper. <laughs> the the night that they refer to as Black Saturday when the WWF took over World Championship Wrestling on TBS or whatever on the Superstation, and you know took over that slot on you know on TBS. That is probably closer to it than, you know, the Turner buyout. I mean, for anyone that doesn't know it yet, it's Ted Turner we're talking about and his, you know, coming to own WCW. But no, my, yeah, if we were going to just go back a little bit, I think it would be that, that Black Saturday back in like 90, I think it was 1984. So not quite the Turner buyout. I don't know. What, what do you think? I think that the the, the Turner buyout wasn't the... I mean, because when, when we're... I mean, even... I mean, what you're talking about, 1984, I mean, there wasn't really even... 84, yeah, it's Black Saturday, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that was when the WWWF... No, this was still this was still the World Wrestling Federation. Um, uh, I think I think the sports entertainment thing came in that Hogan beat in the Sheik. I don't know, man. I think I think, when, I think that's where sports entertainment started for them. When, when sports entertainment started, really, was get the f out. That was when. No, no, that's just. Uh, no, it was. No, we're going, no, we're going, because, you're, you're jumping into like O2, like yeah, bro. Like the, that, talking about still... the, the term sports entertainment, which is like you know the superstars and you know all of that stuff, and the term, which is which is why I I'm going with. You know, Hogan winning the title was probably the start of it. And, like, you know, that WrestleMania 1 sort of period, you know, because I rewatched WrestleMania 1 a little while ago, like a couple of weeks ago, and it's just, it's crap matches and it's filled with celebrities. It is proper sports entertainment. But but the thing is, it was still it was still wrestling, though. It wasn't, it, the, I think when they're talking about wrestle, like sports entertainment, we're, we're talking about the kind of, deliberate move away from wrestling terminology and stuff like that. I mean, we had Brian Solomon on, okay? And he made it pretty clear. Um, and he, the way he broke it down was pretty simple with the, the ideas that Vince McMahon had and has uh, compared to basically a lot of other wrestling promotions where 
WWF, WWE have always been very focused on the storyline aspect of it more so. Uh, and is a match serving to the storyline or is it in and of itself going to be a good match? Um, so New York and, and you know, that kind of... So maybe maybe you're right in a way where it was always different from 1984. Even, you know, from then going forward, WWF, WWE has always been different in the way that it was more tailored towards your celebrities and stuff like that. But WCW and other things have always incorporated your... your uh, your celebrities in it to a, to a point as well when they could. nowhere near that level. Though. No, nowhere near that level. No, but um, you know the 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 whole the idea of 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 the differentiate the, the differentiation between is that a word uh, the the differing between wrestling and sports entertainment. It's becoming quite annoying to me now when. I hear AEW fans talking about, oh, WWE is sports entertainment. What we watch is wrestling. It's, it's, no, bro. Yeah, that, no. that orange mimosa match was pure wrestling, wasn't it? No, but again, that's what I mean, because they've got their, their heads shoved up their asses where they believe that what they're doing is, is pure pure wrestling or whatever. Oh, it's better than what they're doing is showbiz bullshit. And it's like, well... Well, no, this, 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 it's not really. Um, you know, it really is not. So, yeah, it's the difference between sports entertainment and wrestling is, yeah, it, it, it definitely, it wasn't, oh, it wasn't the, um, the buyout. That's, that's not the point. No, I, I don't, yeah, I don't think the buyout, yeah. I think it was before then, but. Yeah. Um, thank you, Botch Bots and Chair Shots Podcast, for that one. Um, I think we could talk about that for a lot longer as well, which is... I think, I think like like they said on Twitter, someone else yeah. chipped in and said, I think we probably need to speak about it for a bit longer because it's there's a lot of, as, as the dude said in The Big Lebowski, there's a lot of ins, a lot of outs, a lot of what-have-yous. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a lot more complex than just yes or no. Um. Next up, we have uh, That's Wrestling uh, at That's Wrestling. I think it's it's been it's rebranded. It used to be that nineties podcast, that nineties wrestling podcast, and it came prime time conversation. So it's James from over there at That's Wrestling. Um, thank you, James, for sending us a question. Uh, Ruthless aggression era star who should have been a bigger star but didn't. That's the that's the tweet we got. Um, so again, we're dipping into that like mid two thousands, and I'm gonna I think I'm gonna shock everyone. I'm gonna go Mohammed Hassan. Nice. He Good had shout. he had the look, the gimmick was pushed too far, and he was kicked out. That was not his fault. He had the he had some things going for him. If you don't want to push Mohammed Hassan into it, then my other one would be uh, Mr. Kennedy. Mohammed Hassan was good. 
um, Mr. Kennedy again, uh, another great uh, time in injury just at the time he'd won the money in the bank. He was heading into that level, didn't quite get there. I mean, ruthless aggression, we're talking what 2002 to 2008, I reckon, is something like that, yeah. Uh, I mean, you had a lot. I mean, Matt Morgan was in WWE at that time. I didn't didn't feel the whole Matt Morgan thing. No, I mean, no, no, I mean, but that's it, that's your that's your. Yeah, this is your. Matt Morgan pick, should so. have been bigger in general than he was. Probably, um, yeah. You know, he, he actually he had the look going. You know, he, he could have been a bit better in promos, but he still wasn't bad. Um, Kid Cash. Is, is one that was in WWE around that time. Great worker, could have been a bit better. Um, I've got a, a list of a few people because there was a lot. I mean, Jimmy Wang Yang, bruv, come on. <laughs> fuck about. You know, let's let's be honest. Great. Um, Jamie Noble, you know, he was pretty big. Um, I, I think I think Noble had a ceiling, to be fair. And yeah, he probably reached it. Size and- yeah, I think, he, I think he reached that. You know, he got as far as he could go. He probably so had a better had to... run as J and J security. Yeah, I mean, the, the the second generation superstars as well uh, could have probably done a little bit better. So you had, I mean, you had Mister Perfect's son there at that time. I think he was around a bit later than that. Was it a little bit later? Yeah, Curtis um... Axel. Curtis Axel Mania yeah. and all that, yeah. yeah. I around a bit, a bit after that, yeah. Uh, D.H. Smith was around there, just the the, the the later end of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he, again, Mohammed Hassan was someone who, yeah, def, definitely had the makings of, of being someone great. Um, they, really they pushed, did. They pushed the gimmick. They pushed the envelope too far, and then got kicked off the network with it. So that was it. Like it was his chance. And yeah, yeah. And the other one, yeah, it was Mr. Kennedy. I just thought he he really had something. He, you know, people were way into that whole announcing himself shtick. Kennedy, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, he went to TNA and was Mr. Anderson after that. Yeah, did he win the world title there? Yeah. I think he got the strap, yeah. 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 So, I mean, yeah, I mean, ruthless aggression. So, for me, it was uh, Jimmy Wang Yang. Yeah. Jimmy Wang Yang. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I thought I was surprising with Mohammed Hassan, but no, you've gone with Jimmy Wang Yang. Jimmy Wang Yang or the, Matt Morgan. Matt Morgan. Cowboy, yeah. Yeah, Matt Morgan. Proper cowboy. Proper cowboy. Um, uh, okay, our good friends at Good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast have decided to have us uh, take our medicine nice and early. Um, oh boy, I don't know how you're going to feel on this one. Uh, so, uh, yeah, at Good Bad Wrestle on Twitter, uh, following the amazing New Japan Pro Wrestling Capital Collision show in DC last night, what are your thoughts on Forbidden Door next month? Right. Sorry, boys. I, I love you. I love both of you. Yeah. But I'm going to probably piss you off by just having to Google what actually went on last night. 
because I was watching the Eurovision Song Contest. So uh, yeah, I knew you were. <laughs> and I give zero fucks about that. I was watching the Eurovision Song Contest. Me and my boy was we were looking through Magic the Gathering cards, sorting out cards, and watching the Eurovision Song Contest. Um, Should the UK have won it? No, because their song was fucking dog shit. Oh, okay. I'll tell you who should have won it, who had the best, like, Eurovision-y kind of song, Moldova. Great, cracking little song, bro. Moldova. It had that, it, you know, hey, hey, rock and roll. Ba -ba -da 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 -da. It was fucking great, mate. Great tune. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, ca Capital Collision was last night. There you go, from what we're talking about now. And, um, yeah, I... Oh, here we go. Yeah, Tana I'm not. Actually, I'm not completely awesome. caught up. I'm afraid, but I did see uh, Eddie Kingston and forgetting forgetting first name, Ishi, the bald guy. Yeah, and they had a little slap fight and a slap fest, and it looked like shit. One slap, two slap, and then they're no selling, and like, oh, I'm like, come on now, like, you know, that's not what we enjoy. That's not how you know. We like our moves to be sold, you know. As we've uh, mentioned before, you can't buy it if you don't sell it. That's right. I mean, it, it, if you're looking at it in a way of who can just get beaten up the most and take the most slaps to the face, then they should just enter those Russian yes, the slapping contest. Yeah, yeah they yeah. should enter On the Instagram Russian, and Polish, yeah. you know, Eastern European. Let's slap slap each other around the face the hardest and see who can take it because that's ultimately what it is yeah, let's um, take turns it's yeah it's it, for me i'm i'm not a huge fan of that because i mean if you it's funny right it's funny i have you listened to cody rhodes's interview with stone cold steve austin i am halfway through yeah when you listen to that you you can you can get there is definitely a difference, not necessarily between wrestling and sports entertainment, but there is a difference now between the so-called strong style and wrestling. Whether WWE want to call themselves a wrestling company or a sports entertainment company, ultimately what they're doing is more wrestling than what New Japan and what AEW are doing. Because if you look at wrestling is you, the, 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 the art of wrestling is you're supposed to be working together to make it look like you're hurting each other, but actually not hurt each other. Spoiler alert. It, anyone can go in there and slap each other around the face. It doesn't take any talent to do that. It really doesn't. It doesn't take any talent to give people stiff forearms to the face. You know, that's not, that's not working, brother. You know, that's not the art of wrestling. The art of wrestling is whether people like it or hate it, they've got to learn to love it. The art of wrestling is Bret Hitman Hart's punches. That's the art of wrestling. The art of wrestling is Scott Hall's punches. Oh, yeah, yeah some, some cracking shots. You know, you don't need to really smack each other in the face to make it look like you're smacking each other in the face. No one can throw a good, a, a really good worked punch anymore. 
So, so Jake that's why Jake the Snake Roberts jabs, you know. You get what I'm saying, bruv. So I'm not, and I don't like to say Jordan's already said we're not huge fans of of slapping each other in the face and no selling shit because that's not wrestling. That's not wrestling. It is we can't we can't we can't do worked punches, so we're actually just gonna punch each other in the face. It's not something we've actually spoken about, but is that something that, you know, is it that they can't pull their punches too well or they don't well, like doing it or... No, because what if you could pull punches and do really good, believable punches, why would you go to work every night and just get punched in the face for real? Yeah. You wouldn't, would you? You, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. I don't, I don't want to be potatoing people and punching people in the face because I don't want to get a receipt. Look, this this beauty right here don't need no dents and dimples, bruv. This this face here didn't need no. So when we're working and we're wrestling, when you're punching people or you're doing forearms or you're doing European uppercuts or whatever, you 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 want to make it look as brutal as possible. Yes, you're gonna have contact, and yes, you want to hear the slap. Like I mean, you know, we all want to hear a slap. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, slap, yeah. but. You, you you don't you're not supposed to be hurting people ultimately that is not wrestling wrestling is an art form wrestling is let's go out there and put on a show you know let's not because where does it end you know it, it's there there is a line you know when you this is a great question i'm really i'm sorry we we might have to expand on this because you know what is wrestling yeah, <laughs> that's, that is wrestling. It's that's an all nighter. That is, I, I that's what I'm saying. That's what, yeah, that's I mean, that, what, that can be for another another time. Yeah, another is, is what they're doing wrestling? No, not really. Because wrestling, well, it's, is, a, it's a lot like what uh, it's not like the death, the death match crap. Um, I may or may not have mentioned it on our own Twitter feed earlier. This whole death match, you know, marks cheering bigger marks you know to do shit they can't they can't actually do they can't work yeah but that's they what i'm saying they like... can't sell they can't you know bump they just use weapons break out a bag of tacks and you know like i said the hundred hundred people in the building shouting fight forever or this is awesome or whatever They're, listen is shit listen Motherfuckers, yeah. If you want to see, okay, if you wanna if you wanna see a wrestling match where people put their bodies on the line, which which ultimately in every wrestling match you do, and you but you want to see uh you know a, a, a competition that is believable, a fight that is believable, go and watch something like Bash at the Beach 92, okay? Go and watch Sting versus Cactus Jack, right? Cactus Jack, Mick Foley, puts his body on the line. He's had his fair amount of hardcore matches, but he can work, he can sell, he can wrestle, okay? He can. He, he's not always, that's not always what he does, but he knows about, when to do things, how to do things, and when to pop the crowd, and when to, yeah, he's learned it over years of how to do it. But smacking people with 
you know, light tubes and fucking all that crap, all that shit. And, you know, Nick Gage... get boring after a minute or two. No, but Nick Gage nearly died, bro. From Nick, slicing... Nick Gage is the one shouting about the referee from last night or whenever, yeah. like, saying, just get another ref, like, because the referee had sliced his wrist. Yeah. Like, the fuck out of here with that, like... Yeah. But to your, to your point about, like, you know, this just strong style, you know, stuff, like, New Japan and all that wasn't always about slapping and, you know, no selling and that. You only have to go back to the 90s again. A hundred percent, Again with the 90s. Um, yep. You know, watch Hashimoto, watch Muto, watch, you know, Chono, any of that stuff. Tenru, all the good stuff. You know, they're still selling shit. You know, even up to, you know, Noah and Kobashi Masao, all Japan, even better, even better than, you know, the Noah stuff, maybe. They're still selling their shit. They're doing all their moves. They're, you know, hitting with the stiff forearms, which is fine. Nobody, nobody's arguing with that. No. But people are still selling it. They're not just taking turns. All right, you know, you'd hit me. No, right, I'll hit you next. Like, it's still believable. Do, do you know what really, one of my fucking pet hates at the moment, all right? And it happens in AEW all the fucking time. And it's happened recently with two particular people. Yeah. Ty Conti and that fucking Doris that she was feuding with now. What's her name? She ex UFC woman. Oh, Paige Van Zandt. So Paige Van Zandt and um, Ty Conti, they're not the only people that do it. It happens all the time in AEW, and it's really starting to fucking annoy me. When people are, like, feuding, and they're, like, they rush, they run towards each other, they grab the back of each other's head, and they just forearm each other in the face constantly like that. So they're both doing that, it at the same time. It's that time. Don Fry tacky armor. They're trying to, everyone tries to recreate it from Pride, that one fight where they were just levering each other in the face. They just, obviously, they met in the middle of the ring and just decided to hold each other by the back of the head and go yeah. for it yeah. for 30 seconds. It's, but that, it's iconic. It's wonderful. I personally love it. I think it's great. Like yeah, that, but that was a, a real fight. fight. It's a fight. That was a real yeah. fight. And you saw... And their faces are all like that. Yeah, their <laughs> eyeballs are fucking hanging out, bruv. Like, this is the thing. Like, if you want to make wrestling believable again, okay... I know it sounds like such an oxymoronic thing to say, okay? But if you want to make wrestling believable again, cut back on the violence. Yeah. Right? Slow down. And, yeah, if you want to make it believable again, cut back on the violence and do things when it matters and do these ultra-violent things when it matters. You know what's mad, bruv? We spoke, we spoke with Brian Solomon about um, the original Sheik and then literally that week on AEW, there was a fucking fireball. Yeah. Are you watching the show, Tony Khan? Are you that? Yeah. Are you that? So <laughs> Tony Khan's watching the show. He's like, yeah, fucking sheep. Fireball. You're in with top boys anyway. In it. But no, trust me, bruv. He says you drinking the Coca-Cola, Tony Khan's favorite drink. So, <laughs> but he prefers the original stuff from the 1800s. Oh, the. Yeah, Coke classic. <laughs> yeah, the stuff with actual fucking devil's dandruff in. But you know, I think it was because they were in Detroit, right? Is that why? Uh, possibly, yeah. I, I think don't that know where may they maybe were, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, maybe they were in Detroit. I'm surprised me they were in Chicago again. Like that seems yeah. to be like their only fucking spot. Well, you Let's know, go back to Chicago. 
yeah so talking about where our, where our belief forbidden door is going to be so again so we'll so we, we've 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 gone around the long ways but to get back right. to the original question the the forbidden door it is not it's it's pandering again to a very small demographic it a joke. of people it was an inside joke the forbidden yeah. door was just a just a little piece of comedy and now it's become a name of a pay-per-view live event whatever i'm not denying there's going to be some good matches of course but i look forward to i look forward to tanahashi and you know okada being there i you know Ibushi's not going to be there i'm pretty sure after what you know he's been saying this past week like he came out and talked about harassment and all sorts in new japan and stuff like that it's, it's not a good look it's well, really not I, I, but again for the woke mob you know is it you oh, know and AEW... standards will be way in on that don't worry about exactly that. you know so it's it's one of them ones where they're gonna they're gonna pick and choose when they you know when they want to give a fuck about stuff yeah. um you know and yeah i mean let's not talk i was good i nearly dropped i nearly said something then as well about a particular individual that um is featuring within the whole new japan shit um you know what i'm talking about let's not go there no. <laughs> let's not, not go there so no. yeah fucking no i nearly said something but yeah the whole um the whole forbidden door thing is is very much catering to a small amount of fans that no matter what they're going to watch it you know no matter no matter what happens they're going to watch it but the the danger that AEW the the road they're going down is that they're they're not going to really grow any any bigger than that i mean we can see that the 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 audience is slightly dwindling a little bit anyway because you know for whatever reason they want to blame it on you know the nba or you know whatever well they are in playoff season i i do i understand that point a little bit yeah fine purely because right. it is the nba playoffs. the nba is way bigger than fine. wrestling you know so, we, yeah. fine we'll give you that one we'll give, we'll give you that one but ultimately then the drops are not the drops are not like they're not massive they just slowly drop it. Yeah, but that's been happening for a it's while. Not, that's yeah, not just like, a, a recent to, thing. To use it, it'd be like the old Hogan trick of disappearing during the playoffs and then coming back the day after the playoffs finished and saying, oh, that rating spike, that was me. And they fall for it. Yeah. But they're trying to pull the wool again. And it's, it's again, it's an old Hogan classic trick. But, you know. They're, they're pulling the wool. I wish they would pull something else. Um, so <laughs> Forbidden Door for me, I'll watch it, of course, I will, of course, we'll watch it. But again, it's another gimmick that is pandering, I think, to a very small demographic, small. and it's not really gonna grow their viewership too much. You're always gonna get people that are always gonna watch it again. Um, like, and here's the, the kicker in all of it yes, we'll watch it. Yeah, you know, are you gonna shell out to watch it, bro? AEW, do you know how much they charge for their pay-per-views in um, America in dollars? Oh, I'm sure it's like something like $50, isn't it? It's 50 quid. Yeah. Now, if you expect me, right, as a as a if we're wrong, please feel free to correct us. Fucking no, if we're wrong, feel free. But from from to my knowledge, yeah, they are charging 
around fifty dollars. They're not per charging pay-per-view. that much here in the UK. They're not charging anywhere near that. I know that much. It's maybe it's the yeah. fifteen quid like box office and that. I'm not sure. Maybe, but if you if you it's safe two guys that haven't paid to watch a show yet. Yeah, but bro, listen. If if you're even if WWE was going to charge fifty quid for a pay per view, I'd tell them to go fuck themselves. If UFC was going to charge you fifty quid to watch a pay per view, I'd probably tell them to go fuck themselves. It's not a case of. But they've WWE and UFC have broken that model with their subscription services with Fight Pass and with the network. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. It, fine, you know. AEW need to either jump on that bandwagon or drop their prices. But I mean, again, you know, we could we could talk about the possibility of AEW having a subscription service and having the the fact that they own the Honor Impact Apple. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, though, I wouldn't pay for TNA's one. It's like a five or something, isn't it? Is it really? Apparently so, yeah. Oh, I might actually pay for that. <laughs> but anyway, I thought it was more than that. But, um, you know, I've, I've got the app on my phone, but to be honest, I downloaded it. Who's in charge of TNA right now? Dixie? Dixie, you owe me a fiver if he signs up. Nah, Dixie, yeah, trust me. Oi, we that. might even get on the phone to Dixie and see if we can get a couple of free passes because we I big up TNA all the fucking time. Yeah. Um, but... You know, the, Tony Khan could quite easily do a subscription service where he's got the Ring of Honor um, library on there. Yeah. He's got all of the, uh, or he could have all of the AEW stuff. But if I'm honest, do you know why they're not going to do it? Because he ain't going to make no money off it. He won't make. Yeah, money. I mean, how how many poorly produced, poorly filmed ROH shows do you want to sit through? I know there's some great matches on there. I've seen them, but. You know, how many times do you want to sit and rewatch them and think, God, that camera's shit. Oh, God, like the production's poor. I know Kevin Dunn is what he is, and his camera cuts every two seconds are great. You know, brilliant, right? Yeah, and, nice. You know, WCW and their two, three screens at a time thing was, you know, killing my eyes. But yeah, it was hokey. It was still properly produced to a point. But you know, again, poorly, poorly lit bingo hall shows. I mean, they're sort of saved for your ECW stuff. How much more of that can you put in your brain? It's over it, and over. Yeah, it, it's it's funny because the reason why uh, AEW are paying, are charging fifty bucks in America for their pay per views is is for me it's quite a simple answer because Tony Khan knows that the fuckers that are like diehard AEW fans will just pay it. Yeah, he's milking milking that <clears throat> cow. Yeah, like to hundred percent to the yeah to the cent. So then they can say, you know, I've seen it online. Oh, you don't pay for AEW pay per views. You fucking you're not you're not supporting them. I pay the money for the pay per views. I don't fucking download them. Blah blah blah. All right, what cool, fucking fine. It's a dick swinging contest about who's spending more money, giving a billionaire more money. (laughs) See, whereas we live in a world where we compete to see who spends the least amount of money. (laughs) Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I, I couldn't give a fuck if Tony <laughs> Khan gets more money. Like, you know, the guy's a, a billionaire. He, you know, he's not, you know, let me let me say something as well, though. He got fucking screwed over with the price for Ring of Honor. He got fucking screwed over. He was just yeah. like a, a coked up kid in a sweet shop. You know, it. what is it, $42 million? I'm not sure on that. Uh, the... Thing I saw was about forty million dollars. Again, if 
Anyone's got the numbers, you know, by all means, shoot it to us. Come you on, know, just we'll read it. But yeah, like, what's he buying for that? What's he buying for that? Forty he doesn't, need, he doesn't need the rings. He doesn't need like those ropey old rings that they had. Like he, he's got his own. He doesn't need. He doesn't even need the banners. I've seen they've got them. They're gonna, you know, refresh the logos and everything like that. You're buying a tape library, which isn't anywhere near the size of WCW. Nowhere near. You're Nowhere buying near. the trademarks. Nowhere near the quality. What he's bought, he has bought, he's bought some early matches of CM Punk. He's bought some early matches of Samoa Joe. And he's basically just sucking off a load of guys that he's got there saying, oh, look, I've got, I own the rights to your early matches and all this. Now Vince ain't getting this. Vince don't want it, bro. Vince don't want it. You know. I think they might have been interested in it. I don't, yeah, but, but they're not going to, there was no way they were paying Again, for they it. don't need it. They got NXT. Yeah, and they don't but need that's the thing. Of honor. Yeah, they were, but they weren't never going to pay nowhere near 40 million quid. No. You must be kidding, bro. But to the point and to uh, our friends over at Good Cop, Bad Cop, who um, they still haven't invited us around like for a second go. I'm pretty sure that's because of all your swearing, Chris. Fuck off. <laughs> they loved it. You know, no, but them boys there, them boys there, it was a fucking pleasure to be on their oh, show. It was absolutely show, fantastic. Yeah. We loved every minute of it. And, you know, although the 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 the, the strong style Japanese thing doesn't really butter our parsnips, um, we understand that there is an audience for it. But when you talk about the success of the New Japan thing, how ultimately successful is it going to be, really, in the long in the long term? It's diehard stuff. It's diehard stuff. Yeah. It is a very small demographic, ultimately, that is going to be in on the ting, really. And I think speaking of small demographics, it's time to talk to our audience for just a minute. <laughs> um, we, I've decided to push this into the middle of the show just so you have to listen to it instead of putting it at the end where you might cut it off. Um, <laughs> we need to thank our brand new sponsor, Surfshark. Yeah, baby. For sponsoring this Q&A. And for those that don't know what it is, there is a VPN provider. Wherever you are in the world, you can connect from anywhere else in the world. You can make it feel like your, your phone, your laptop, your computer is still in the UK, even if you're working somewhere else, holiday, doing whatever you want to do. You don't need to struggle with geo restrictions on Netflix, Hulu, you know, Amazon, and for us, WWE Network, because the best place to get your WWE Network is in the UK, not on Peacock. Like, how many times do you hear people complaining that Peacock is not right for them? It's, you know, not got the shows, all the shows on there. The network still has it here, but keep right. that quiet because they'll try and take it away from us. That's right. Um, and on the flip side, you can watch US Netflix, all the other good stuff, you know, that you can't get here. Those I, I have seen US Netflix have better shows on, you know, in that region as opposed to this one. And, and pretty pretty sure you could watch your Mexican wrestling online. You could watch your Japanese wrestling online. You All you've got to do is just set your VPN to Japan or set your VPN to Mexico, and you would get a whole different uh, array of content that is unavailable in your local area. That's exactly it. And uh, we have the deal of a lifetime for you. Um, 83% off 
plus three months three free. It's hard for me to say three months free um, right. using our code Grapple. As usual, right. it has to be Grapple. It's got to be Grapple, baby. Code. And um, you will find that link in our description right at the top. Right at the top of the description. And you're paying over a year. So you're paying something like 12 quid or something a year. Um, and also then you would get an extra th three months on top of that for free. So for 12 quid a year, you are uh, your service provider cannot limit content that you want to look at, certain websites, certain things that they might restrict. Um, everyone's worried about the internet being less accessible or whatever well, now. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. If you're using a, you know, a public Wi-Fi, you switch on your VPN, no one's going to be able to harvest your data. You are safe from, you know, the peeping eyes and ears of, you know, of, of Skynet. The ultimately. others, yeah. yeah. You know, so, you know, VPNs nowadays really are a must, especially if you're using public networks, if you're in a hotel somewhere or whatever, um, you know, but the main selling point of this is for wrestling fans specifically, if you're in the US or if you're in the UK, you can watch different content based on where you want to be. There is different content that you'll be able to access. So, in America, you would be able to watch the UK network, which has everything on there. It's not limited. It's still set out how it was. Huh? And the BBC. That's not what you think I'm trying to say it is. I'm talking no. about the UK network, BBC. The, the British Broadcasting Corporation. But also in America, you could then watch all four and you could tune in to a great few episodes of what we talk about all the time, phone shop. So you could, in America, you could watch all four for free. You can get your fucking fix of your Channel 4 programs, your ITV programs. You can, you can watch TV from all over the world. For I, challenge, I challenge one of you to, you know, get that VPN and watch Phone Shop. Yeah, man, do it, do it, do it. But we're, that is that is our deal for you. 83% off using the code GRAPPLE. It is in the description. Click the link below and use that promo code and you will get 83% off and three free months going forward. VPNs are a must nowadays. And also there is loads of fucking cool shit you can do when you become a citizen of the world. Thank you, Surfshark. Thank you, Surfshark. <laughs> Moving on to our next question, um, Frank Mandolini, what a name that is, um, from the Last Minute Wrestling Podcast. Great yes, interview. Frank. I've seen you know some of his some of his stuff. His RVD interview is a classic, and his one of his more recent ones with uh, Josh Alexander, the Impact World Champion, is uh, is another must see. Uh, shout out to you, Frank. Uh, this one I think is definitely for you, Chris. Best Monty Brown moment ever. However, uh, I will mention. Before I dip into that, you know, us Browns have a rich history and wrestling tradition, and uh, Cousin Monty is up there as well. So uh, I'll have to shout Cousin Monty, much like Cousin D'Lo. That's right. Uh, and uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, shout out to you, Monty, wherever you are. Well, best Monty Brown moment ever, all of them. <laughs> Every single Monty Brown moment is his best moment. I mean, the pounce was a fucking mad move. It was great, bro. It was great. And he, he is someone who never really filled his full potential. Um, you know, he, he, a great character, great on the stick, you know, physically a great specimen. Um, just 
you know, there was always going to be a limit to what he could do in TNA. Um, it is Monty Brown is one of those coulda, woulda, shoulda kind of guys. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd agree there. Like he's, and he was built. He was built to fuck. He had everything going for him. Much like when we were talking about Kennedy and Mohammed Hassan, like in that ruthless aggression thing, Monty Brown didn't get his his moment. But you know, so you're going with every every Monty Brown moment is the best moment ever. So. Every every moment when someone put a microphone in his face was his greatest moment. I'm picking every pounce because every pounce, yeah, bro. Like, you know you. You were either, you know, you either joined in and sold it, or he was going to make you sell it. That's right. <laughs> you right. were going no matter what. Uh, thank you, Frank, for that. That's uh, that was a good laugh. <laughs> uh, next, uh, it's here an old friend of ours at Justin Time Two Eleven. Boom! Uh, Big up yourself, Justin. Co- yes, my DJ. The greatest co-host of all. Uh, also the co-host of the End Time Wrestling Podcast. Yeah, would have too much good things to say about Justin so I'll take it easy and we'll get to his two part question uh, when it comes to WWE unifying the championships was it and is it a good idea or a bad idea man are we we're, so we're talking about the brands yeah the, the unifying the championships so like they've obviously they've unified Roman's things they're going to unify the tag titles as well soon you know, and I'm I'm assuming like unifying them in general. I think. Yeah. You know. I mean, it it's one of them ones where there isn't really a, a, a right or wrong answer for it. Um, in some people's eyes, it'll be a good idea. In some people's eyes, it'll be a bad idea. It's not really a a hard and firm answer for me. Really, I mean, um, when you've got you know, when, when you've got two titles that are kind of seen as equal in stature, you you can have these big matches, you know, champion versus champion and all that. And they kind of, they mean a lot where you've got, you know, but then there's always the danger where I think WWE have kind of pinned themselves in a corner, really, where Roman's got both the straps. And what where where you where you're gonna go really sometimes if you know you're in a position where there's no one really I say there's no one really equal to him, but he's been on a run for a while now, ain't he? Let's be honest. Yeah, it's uh it's been a been a hell of a run to be fair. Yeah. But I think I think unifying them isn't a good is probably more of a bad idea. Yeah, with all the TV you've got to cover, I think keeping those championships separate, have them meet at you know at one pay per view. Don't unify, just you know see who who the better person is. But well, I mean they had Night of Champions, didn't they? Do you remember? It was yeah, it was like they had bragging rights, and then they yeah get rid of that, and they made them do it at Survivor Series. So you had the champion versus champion. I think we had we had a couple of really good ones. We had Lesnar against Styles, Lesnar against. Uh, Danielson or whatever, like had some really good like opportunities in, with those 
sort of matches. But yeah, I, I don't think unifying them is a good idea. It means that you're going to have to put these guys on TV more often and they become stale a lot quicker. Yeah, because you even, kind of... even Roman on SmackDown with one title was plenty. Like you were seeing him once a week on TV, and it was it was just, it's almost the perfect amount. You see him every three or four days, you're going to burn him out. I mean, a good champion needs good opponents. Yeah, of equal plenty. measure. You know, yeah. to be a good champion, you need to be challenged constantly in a way where I mean. I'm still in in my mind. I'm still thinking. I was still hoping that the Rock was going to come back and fight Roman at some point. Still could. Um, but then, what you would say is, okay. So what what would be the possible outcome for that? The Rock comes back and beats him. The Rock comes back and puts him over. Exactly. So then, but what would be what would be the point in the Rock coming back? In that in that sense, money. Because yeah, mo- yeah, money. But I mean, if I mean, you're looking... again, it's it's about those moments. It's about those those WrestleMania moments. You know, Steve Austin had one, had just had his. You know, I mean, but that was more his, fun. Yeah, that was more bow fun. out with his WrestleMania moment. Yeah, I mean, we knew that Stone Cold Steve Austin moment was more just for shits and giggles. But if the Rock was, was... His, yeah, it was his last one. Yeah, I mean, if if the excuse me, too much fucking dandelion and burdock. Excuse me. Um. If The Rock was going to come back, and I, I would want him to beat Roman because then I think it would refresh Roman Reigns in a way where, you know, it, it's always like, don't get too fucking big for your boots because there's always someone bigger and badder that can come back and whoop your ass kind of thing. You know, yeah. it would it would give him a, a probably a, a new lease of life and a new boost because you had Brock Lesnar and Brock Lesnar's a fucking beast. You know, Brock, yeah, Brock could have been the one, but they're going with something different. It could be Drew, it could be Cardiff, it could oh, be. Oh, Dick, you know. no, I mean, come on, don't, please don't tell I me think, that Drew. I think gonna... they could be pushing towards Drew oh, at the moment here. They've got a hard on for Drew Galloway, ain't they? They're fucking, they, they, you know, if, if I'm honest, okay, I think, don't get me wrong, we, I mean, we, we know people and we're friends with people that have seen Drew come through from his the beginning of his career all the way through to kind of when he went to America. So, you know, we've got our pal Len Davis and shout out to Dean Ayas as well, um, who have who are friends with with him, you know, and uh, were there in his early part of his career. You know, uh, shout out to Dean as well. I hope you're feeling better, mate. I know you've not been well recently. Shout out to our boy Dean Ayas, the voice of British wrestling. Um, you know, and Drew, I think, I, I don't know what it is, but I think they're trying to... Man, I, I it's not that I dislike Drew Galloway. It's just the way they force him down our throats as a babyface annoys me a little bit. And I would like to see him just be... He's rubbing right, up, rubbing, they're rubbing you up the thigh with a scouring pad, are they? Yeah, mate. I'd like to see him be a right horrible bastard. You know what I mean? I'd like I think him. I think he's just he's too well liked. He's too he's too likable in front of the crowd at the minute. And they just you know there's, I want him to be there's a set of baby faces there that are just too like Randy Orton. Like I mean you could give you could argue that Randy should get that shot. Um, I, yeah, I mean I, Randy Randy could quite easily get that shot. 
Um, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't, you know. I wouldn't want it to be one of the Usos. I think, as much as I enjoy where that story would go, I just don't think now's the time to push Jimmy or Jay into, you know, no, splitting up not. the blood, the bloodline or whatever. No, no. I mean, when you when you've got people. I mean, I, fucking hell, man. I, I still love AJ Styles. I mean, it, it could AJ Styles or someone like that. I mean, AJ's, no, he's in the, the kind of, you know. Going to be working just, with Finn and doing this, you know, some Bullet Club remix. I don't know. Thing. Yeah, you know, it's. Yeah. Who realistically can can beat Roman at the moment? Well, if you uh, if you dust off your boots and get in training, you might have a shot by September. We've been, I mean, you know, I would happily if I can get to Germany, I could be trained <laughs> by that's Wunderkind, Alex Wright. Trained you know? by the man. Yeah, trained by the man, happily. Um, you know, and yeah, I mean, fuck, you know, it, who knows what could happen? But yeah, there's no one really that can. They've pinned themselves into a corner. They've put all their eggs in the Roman Reigns basket and now they're kind of, they're fucked. Thank you, Justin. Um, let's get to part two of this question because part two is, I'm not sure if I'm going to get much in on this apart from what I was hearing about today when I read a bit more about it. With all the talk of MJF possibly ending up in WWE at some point, does it actually happen? Because there are a lot of rumours and, you know, as a solid podcast would say, innuendo about little Maxwell having some problems in uh, in AEW. Recently asking for a pay rise, but not extending the contract. Smart. I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? But, and from what, I read as well this afternoon, it might have rubbed up the locker room the wrong way. I don't think he cares. I, I mean, okay, so I did, I've read a, a few different bits. So what, what, what's happened that, because I think I missed the bit where he's rubbed the locker room up the wrong way. So what from, is basically... For, uh, possibly from asking for more money, but not extending the contract, like saying he's worth more than what they're paying him. Well, he probably is. Oh, most likely, yeah. He probably is. So fuck the rest of the locker room, ultimately. Fuck them. Because, no, fuck them, honestly. Like, it, MJF is one of the only things that keeps me watching AEW. Simple. I mean, to, to Justin's question, does it actually happen? I mean, the answer is yes, it does actually happen. MJF will get his WrestleMania moment at some point in his career. Sooner, the better. Yeah. I just get that feeling that MJF is probably better suited to the WWE. Because, again, again, we're going down the road of no one can give you that spotlight like WWE can. No one can put a rocket up your ass like WWE can. It's... Do you reckon... Think about this, bro, for a second, yeah? Cody Rhodes pulls over some people in WWE and says, 
I mean, I know the, the thing with the, the only downside would be WWE has never really been the place where heels get to um to prosper. It's he gets to do a lot of what he wants, yeah. Yeah. In AW. But if he's looking for that moment, that one thing that he can dine out on forever, much like Cody can with his WrestleMania return, it's it's WWE. It's you know, he's he is definitely gonna be floated over some sort of contract or you know some sort of contact to say, you know, yeah, we're going to talk to you when we can, when we're allowed. I mean, you know, it. Look, my only problem would be that, I mean, we've said this before, I've said it before, WWE, and, uh, you know, I've listened again to, after I listened to Cody Rhodes on, on the Broken Skull Ranch, I actually then listened to Stone Cold Steve Austin interviewing Dusty Rhodes and I can't remember where they were talking about it, but it was always in the WWE. It's always about the the baby faces revenge. It's always about the 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 heel might get the title every now and again, but then the story is always the baby face getting the title back. Well, that's that's the that's the successful business model they've used since eighty eighty eight something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I I would have wanted to think that AEW might have done it a little bit differently, like WCW. WCW were never afraid to let the heels have the strap for a significant time. They were never what, you know, they were never worried about that. And AEW, to its discredit, have not put the strap on on MJF yet. He should have had some kind of title now. People are going to fucking... Haters gone hate, yeah? But cowboy shit has been cowboy dog shit as a champion. I'm sorry. Suck out. Yeah? He's been dog shit. I would have much rather had some kind of moment where they could have worked it, where MJF sneakily somehow got himself a title shot you know, riding off the back of the whole Chris Jericho thing. You know, he could have... They, they The thing is, that's not fucking, you know, right the territory for him, but they no. could have... They could have built MJF up. He's the he's one of their homegrown fucking stars. Yeah? Well, here's the other thing. Like, recently in feuds, like MJF is, MJF's feuds, he's been the one elevating whoever he's working yeah. with. He's becoming Mr. Dependable. He's becoming Mr. Fuck, fuck me over. He's becoming, let me put the work in and keep putting these guys over when, you know, there's been at least two times in the last at least two years where they could have elevated MJF when he was feuding with Chris Jericho and it was doing all these things. But now I think, again, they're using him to elevate Wardlow. And yeah, they're, they're used, next, isn't it? You know, yeah. and this is the thing. They, they're fucking... No wonder MJF is like, hold on a minute. Hold on one fucking minute. And whenever you see the highest paid, like, you see the, the, the pay list of, like, you know, 
these AEW talents. You know, you've got your Moxley's up there on the high money, Punk as well, and all that. MJF's not even on the list. Yeah, and he should be. Yeah. The, the, that's, that's why he's asking for more money. And that's why he's absolutely 100% entitled to more money. Who has got more heat than MJF? Who, when that when that music hits, that dun 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 Bro, he's got some heat, but it's it's go away. Fuck Sammy Guevara, man. Fuck him. I'm sorry, he's a punk little bitch, bro. Compared to compared to MJF, he ain't dog shit. Yeah, (laughs) his heat is people are just throwing up because he's snogging his missus all the time. You know what I mean? Um, (laughs) I I do like I saw I saw something the other day, and it was like, yeah, he dropped the title quicker. Uh, They had to rename it Pam. Um, I mean, that's cold, but it's funny. It's cold, but hilarious. Yeah. You know? But Sammy Guevara, he doesn't do it for me. A, he's not as good in the ring as he should be. Um, he's all right, yeah, but he's still not superstar material. Um, the other thing is to turn punk heel, full heel. Let him be dickhead punk. Bro, but again, MJF has feuded with CM Punk, and it ended in a fucking great dog collar match. He feuded with Chris Jericho. Yeah. He was part of Chris Jericho's little thing at the beginning. You know, feuded with Cody. He feuded with Cody. It's they're they're screwing him over. And I'm not surprised that he's gone to him and said, What the (laughs) come on, man? You're gonna like, go to Cardiff with a sign that says free MJF. Yes, bruv. I will 100 percent go there whilst wearing a Burberry scarf. I will oh, no. MJF well MJF for me is they have dropped the ball with him multiple times. Multiple, multiple times. And if you think about it, MJF doesn't really have to swear in his promos. Doesn't. He doesn't have to, and I think he makes he just a point goes after history of not. Yeah, you know, even I mean, e- even though people said it was close to the mark, you know, when he was talking about Brian Pillman and that, you know, and Brian Pillman Jr.'s mum and all this kind of shit, you know, like, yeah. dude, that's heat, that's wrestling, yeah, that's blurring the lines, yeah, that is genius hill maneuvers. Um, MJF. What he needs to not do is be too hasty with it. But he does need to do what he's doing at the moment. He does need to go to whoever he needs to go to and say, for so long I've been in this company, I've feuded with the best people you have, and every time I've been putting everybody over, okay? I want my moment. I want my time on top. And I deserve it. I've earned it. Give me the fucking strap. I, you know, this whole thing with Wardlow, I don't know how it's going to go. Okay. Because Wardlow's going to move up the card. Wardlow is. Yeah, of course he is. Yeah, exactly. So, but what does that do for MJF? Nothing. It leaves him at the same level to feud with someone else and elevate them. Exactly, bruv. So this is the thing they keep fucking him over. They had Wardlow. It's a Ted DiBiase sort of role. Bro, you know, I mean, they had Wardlow squash Morrissey 
Oh, yeah. That's He's seven foot tall. You can't teach that. He, he came in, you know, MJF was like, yeah, do you want, a, you know, six figures for one match? Came in, got squashed. They wasted that fucking angle. They wasted it. They should have had... Morrissey's not in AEW, so it doesn't hurt Wardlow to take a fucking pasting from Morrison and have MJF there with have it, Morrison. Have it be a DQ. Yeah, have it be a DQ and have have um, MJF kicking the fuck out of him with, with Morrison and laughing in his face and mocking him and slapping him and saying, you thought you were fucking, you piece of shit. Rah, rah, rah. You know what I mean? They need to, they're, they're so like slap happy with it. Like they, you know, this whole Wardlow thing, you know, they, they're, they're dropping the ball on MJF again. They've gone the wrong route with it. You know, they, all right. They longed it out with, with, with Wardlow and MJF. Cause ultimately they were always going to fall out. But oh yeah. They should have waited until MJF had the strap and then have them fall out because once he gets beaten by Wardlow, and if Wardlow ends up getting the title shot or whatever, you know, what is there going to be a chance of MJF getting the strap? Probably not. Not off Wardlow. If he's, if he's still there or not. I I personally can't see him going to WWE yet. Well, no, I think his contract is till maybe late 2023. 20, 20, 2023 or 2024. I think it's probably going to be 23. And... I mean, that's not that far away. No, it's not. And and, and I mean, <laughs> if WWE... Watch, watch AEW and those gobshites that they have, like, you know, as rag sheet guys, spoil that for everyone. What, him going to WWE? Yeah. I just hope if he ever does go to WWE that they don't call him something else. I, I hope they, they call him, like... Maxwell Jacob Feinstein or something. Yeah, yeah? Monty Jones Fredrickson or something. Yeah, yeah. you know, that, that's what I'm saying, because he was once Maxwell Jacob Feinstein, and now he's Maxwell Jacob Friedman, because Feinstein was probably a little bit more of a mouthful, and, and Friedman rolls off the tongue a little bit better. But like, um, you know, LA Knight was once um, uh, in TNA, he was like... Um, you know, you had the same, like, duh, duh, duh. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, it's, it's, like, it's like changing water to Gunther, isn't it? It's like... Yeah, know. but it's because they want to own the rights to it and they don't want yeah, someone going... it's that simple. It, it's a business they just want to own the rights to the name, yeah. And yeah. It's, it's just a, like... It, I don't see why people get so hung up on it. It's, you know, LA Knight is... He's LA Knight now. Like, you, you and I ourselves have str just struggled to remember his name in Impact. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's LA Knight to us. That's it. Mm. Like Gunther will Eli be Drake. Eli, Eli Drake. Yeah. Eli Drake. Gunther but, will yeah. be Gunther now. Like yeah. it's yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it it is but I I mean when you when you're signing people on the strength of who they were and who they built up in the past, you've got to let them keep their names. Like AJ Styles. There was no way they could have brought AJ Styles in and called him Alan. BJ BJ <laughs> Miles. You know what I mean? Just call him Alan. Yeah, just, you know, Alan Jones. You know, yeah, they, they could have called AJ Styles BJ Miles. They had the, to have him AJ Styles. The most, because, most regular sounding guy's name, like, ever. Alan Jones. Yeah, like. you know. And and Samoa Joe. They couldn't have Samoa Joe be, you know, Tongan fucking, 
you know, you get what I'm saying? Like certain guys, they have to let them have their name. So MJF would be one that they have to let him be. Yeah, Bobby Roode, Bobby Roode. Exactly. They have to yeah. because, you know, they, they've, they've got to. So I, I wouldn't mind seeing it, you know, but they would have to do, if MJF was in WWE, they would have to pull out all the stops and they would have to have the vignettes. They would have to have the hired hand. They'd have to have him, you know, with a beefcake. Someone who can beefcake or you know, the wise man, yeah. Was it? I'm pretty sure he would love to. Holy (laughs) shit! Oh man, you've just you've just got me hard. So you've literally, and it's not even Valentine's Day. So you you've literally again, there, there you go. What a perfect combination. Um, you know, Paul Heyman and MJF, yeah, come on. There you go. Writes itself. Writes itself. Uh, thank you, Justin, for that question. I knew that was going to go on a bit longer, like especially the second part. But thank you for that. We, uh, you know, big fans of listening to the In Time Wrestling Podcast. You know, you and your brother doing your thing. Like, it's really good. Um, this good question, shit. Real good shit. Bit personal, this one. We are getting personal now. Um, at Mrs. CTC Brown on Instagram. She's pretty hot. Um, <laughs> I can say that, can't I? Cool, she can. Yeah. How on earth do your spouses put up with all the wrestling, endless chat, and never-ending stuff? I mean, because because we're too cute. Uh, that, sound, that sounded like it was in all caps. It wasn't in all caps. It was regular. But no, um, how do they put up with it? I mean, yeah, we just handsome British gents and yeah we yeah we put it together like <laughs> Mrs. CTC Brown you know if you're out there listening you know don't get many get many female listeners I'm sure but that's right you know, you know get, get, hook us up give us a shout yeah <laughs> so the the reason why don't our spouse it, <laughs> the, 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 the reason why they put up with us is because they are absolutely fantastic ladies and um they know that we love them dearly and that we also love wrestling and they they take us for what we are and that is a couple of young-minded lads who just love wrestling um absolutely um i i mean i sat through kardashian's episode the other day so i think it's sort of give and take isn't it (laughs) <laughs> um, it, spoiler it was fucking awful she said it about the wrestling too so not, yeah. not as good as Hogan knows best man I'm sure if, the, if she watches the Kardashians she might like Hogan knows best the sad thing is she probably knows like as much about Wrestlemania 8 as I do the amount of shit I talk about it so right and every every January when I start singing, it's time to rumble. It's time for a Royal Rumble. She, you know, rolls her eyes and probably wishes she was somewhere else. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you for that question. That was, uh, I mean, yeah. Our spouses are top chicks. That's why. Oh, yeah. That's why. The best. That's why they put up with us. And also, my figures are probably going to be worth a fucking fortune when I snuff it. So they'll be well in. You're not wrong, man. You are not wrong. <laughs> There's money there somewhere. Trust me. Um, 
and we get to our last question. And we did just mention uh, Justin at Just In Time 211. And we welcome to the show for the first sort of shout outs and appearances on our show anyway. It's uh, at Jeremy in time, 721. Um, Jeremy, obviously the other co-host of the In Time Wrestling Podcast. You know, what's up, Jeremy? Good to hear from you. And this is another question that I think you're going to deep dive on. Has AEW dropped the ball with their original signings that they hyped up as their stars for the future? And he's listed some names. He listed Darby, MJF, Scorpio, Sammy, and Jungle Boy. My, my answer is no, not yet. What, they haven't dropped the ball with them yet? No, I don't think they have. I think of all those names that he's mentioned, they're all still pretty prominent on TV. And apart from Sammy just playing this weird new character that I just can't like, even as a heel, I think it's just, it's just shit. It's like, it's almost Buck's sort of heat. Like, I don't care. Like, you're doing what you're doing. You're being disgusting on TV. But it's not like you're being like a crazed heel disgusting. You're just being dirty. <laughs> And yeah, but no, of those of that group that he's mentioned, I don't think they have dropped the ball yet. They're all still on TV. They're all in prominent spots. Even now, Scorpio, as well as TNT champion, they are all doing well. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, I mean, there's only there's limited TV time, and there's only a limited amount of push that each guy can really get in their own lane, really. Um, I mean, they got Rampage and... Yeah, Rampage and Dynamite. they got Rampage and Dynamite. I mean... Dark, Dark Elevation. I know that a few of them are going to be on Carpool Karaoke. Yeah. On, on Apple at some point. That was, came out this week or whatever. Right. Yeah, MJF's on that. Yes, MJF, Ruby Soho, mm-hmm. and Powerhouse Hobbs. In a was it Hobbs, yeah? Was yeah. That's a, it's a strange like group, but whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm sure Mate, we'll take a look at it and see what it's all about. Mate, MJF oozes charisma. He fucking oozes charisma. When, you know he can he can get people to feel sorry for him at times have have him in the palm of his hand and then crush them yeah like Borat you know it, it I mean they they haven't they haven't quite dropped the ball with them um I mean all, jungle- all quite well situated in their spots at the minute. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. I think Jungle Boy's probably the one that's fallen off. Who's that, Jungle Boy? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, have they not got the straps anymore? No, I think they've still got the straps, but I just think it's gone really quiet for him. When he won uh, the Battle Royal and he had a shot at Kenny Omega and that was Jungle Boy's chance to push on and they put him back into the tag team, you know, with, I mean, they replaced the little fella with Christian, um, Christian Cage, who was the little guy. Marco stunt, they yeah, being, Mar- like, yeah, Marco Christian stunt. and like, yeah. Again, it just feels like it's just a little bit lost on that one, but that's definitely that's not not dropping the ball. 
No, not dropping the ball. I mean, they've got that he's in the, the the he's still in the tag team title picture. Scorpio Sky had the strap. Um, Darby Allen has been featuring in matches with you know Darby's been one of the most prominent guys on there, always in a semi-main event sort of thing, you know, he's hanging around Sting, big moves, big matches. You know, Sam like sorry, Darby is the one that probably doing best if you could consider MJF not being where he should be. I mean, but MJF still, if you look on the back of it, who's who's been still featuring in those main event-ish matches. He's been up there with Chris Jericho, with you know, Cody Rhodes, with um CM Punk. You know, he's been he's been up there in that title pit in that in that main event picture. Um yeah, I mean they've not dropped the ball, but I mean they actually no, they they have they have dropped the ball with one okay. of them. They have dropped the ball with one of them, and you know which one I'm going to say. It's MJF. He he has been featuring prominently, but they have dropped the ball where they could have done more and should have done more. He should be. He is like a, a Ric Flair character. He is like a like a, a lovable rogue. And then he turns out to be a right nasty bastard. And then you're like, oh, he's a fucking bastard, he is. And then he he, he comes back round, he's like, oh no, but yeah, everyone likes a bad guy and rah, 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 you know. So he rides that wave really well. Um, but that's how they're able to use and abuse him where he's getting the, you know, he, he's getting the, the the sympathy and then he's a bastard, then he's getting the bit of sympathy, you know, so he's... He can pull it off. He can pull it off yeah. when he wants to. You know, the whole thing was, oh, was that bullied, you know, little Jewish kid who wanted to play football and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, he got the sympathy there and then he turned and screwed him over. Yes, they, they've dropped the ball with MJF. Okay. That, that's my view. And with the others, not so much? Not so much, but I think they're only at the points where they're ever going to be. They're not going to get any higher. They're, they can't do no more. Darby's been a TV champion, hasn't he? Yeah, I think I think Darby's on the road to rack and ruin with his body. I think it's just... Some of these moves are just... And stunts are just getting a bit off-key. Yeah, but, you know, he, he, when he's working with the Hardy Boys and all that now, and he's do, he's standing on the top of a ladder doing the fucking Jeff Hardy swantons. But does he need to do it onto chairs? Well, no, of course not. But you're not okay. going to tell these guys this is the thing. You know, but that is... But Darby Allen again, is on a On Dynamite as well. You're doing it on free TV. Like, I wouldn't... There's no way you'd be catching one of us doing it on free TV. But, make but, people pay for that shit. But Dar- Darby Allen is a bit of a one-trick pony. Yeah, yeah? No, he's a bit of a one-trick pony. He's really hit trick, the end. but yeah, yeah, it's harsh, but fucking, you know, it, I think again, the best match he ever had was against MJF. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, the best match I think he's had in AEW was oh, against MJF. Man. You know, <laughs> it's it, the, the UK section of the MJF fan club is in full effect, dude. I would, you know. The guy, the guy is just fantastic. There's constant, there's constant clips of him online, you know, at the sign-ins and just being a fucking jerk, 
you know, what what do you think of the whole um hook and fucking Danhausen shit going on right now? Yes, you know me, I'm not I'm I've said many times about Danhausen, modern day Papa Shango. I don't understand, I don't get it. You know, oh I put a curse on you, you know, like fuck. Fuck off. I, <laughs> like, like, I think I, you the know, weird friendship thing has been done before, you know, Kane and Brian, you know, to name one, like it's odd couples, like yeah. as a thing. Let's see where it goes, let it play out. It's you know, it could be fun, it could be fun for a minute, but if Hook was was gonna go anywhere, he'd need to stay serious. I mean, maybe this is just to keep him entertaining, learn a bit. Because you know, character-wise, what has he done apart from stand there silently? But nothing. Yeah. But they've already, yeah, they've already got Orange Cassidy, kind of that similar character where he doesn't. Like he needs really... to, yeah, maybe maybe learn a few things, learn a few tricks, and that like as a as like the straight man in a comedy duo sort of thing. Like, who knows? Yeah, be more of a Jack D character because he, you know, he he, he could be deadpan and. Yeah. He still has to talk. I don't think you can be a wrestler. It's 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 um rush hour, isn't it? It's Chris Tucker motor mouthing being the big character and Jackie Chan kicking ass. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Like Danhausen talks his way into shit and Hook has to save him like every other week. Yeah, but the thing is though, is it hot tags will always be made to hook. Yeah, but the thing is, yeah, but that's the thing as well for me. It's not believable that Hook's this ass kicker. He's fucking not yet. He weighs, mm. he weighs ten stones soaking wet, bro. You know what I mean? But he, again, like they've, they gave the after sh- after the show crowd him choking out CM Punk. If you're gonna do anything, put that on fucking TV. Yeah, what was the point in doing it in the dark segment? You know, you put that on TV and everyone sees it. Hook's your guy. Yeah, but why, again, was it out of context why he was choking CM Punk? Why would he be choking CM Punk? What happened? I don't know. Exactly. No one knows. <laughs> yeah. So there's no fucking point. It don't mean nothing. It means jack shit. Again, it's just another fucking pop in the boys, bro. Yes, it is. And that's... Yeah. CM Punk, like, yeah, Taz, I'll let your son <laughs> choke me out. Fuck off, man. We were doing that when we after we did buckets at school and then getting our mates to push us up against the wall. You remember that? <laughs> no. That's such an English thing, doing buckets. No one even knows what doing a bucket is in America. It's a way of consuming cannabis. But anyway, so... Oh, okay. Hey, yeah. you know, well, I did you, not know you, what doing buckets was. I know you do a bucket, you know, and all of that stuff, but... yeah. It's like a, a, a gravity bong, yeah? So you do like a gravity bong, hold it in, and then your mates would push you up against the wall, and then you'd fucking pass out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's ultimately, it was, it was pointless. We all know? learn something new, don't we? There you go. <laughs> it was a bit pointless, Hook choking out um, CM Punk on a, in a, yeah. you know, for no reason. Should have done a bucket first. Should have done a bucket first. He literally could have done a bucket first and then he would have just pushed him up against the wall. Fuck it out. Cheers, Jeremy, for that. <laughs> yeah, we've wandered well off course. We have, yeah, we have gone way off. We've gone from 
talking about AEW original signings like dropped off or you know been the ball been dropped on them to doing buckets and being pinned up against the wall to <laughs> pass out. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> this is why our show is like none other. Yeah. You know, you've got you've got your favorite wrestling chat mixed with nonsense. Um, oh yeah. It's uh, I mean this is one of our like light-hearted like episodes with you know answering questions having some fun like and i hope the answers have been you know helpful in you know your search for them because <laughs> yeah. I mean, i'm pretty sure that last one wasn't no, it might have been helpful if people yeah. just want to get off their nut um and yeah that's it that's that was the question that was it like that's um i've got to say thank you to everyone that sent a message, sent a tweet, Instagram, Facebook message, whatever. Um, yeah, you didn't have to do that. Thank you. Um, what's next? What's going on? Bro. Um, the build-up to Cardiff is on the way. It, the build-up to Cardiff is well on its way. Um, it is... I mean, I'm excited. It is basically like a, the 40th my 40th birthday present to myself um, going to Cardiff. So um, trust me, bro, the big 4-0. Um, I used to be a lot stronger. <laughs> you will be, you hopefully, if it is recorded, which I'm sure they're going to record it, right? What's that? The show? Yeah. Yeah. If they'll record it. It'll be on um, the network, yeah. I'll be the guy dressed up as MJF. Uh, with a sign that says free Maxwell. Uh, no, because they might think I'm talking about Ghislaine Maxwell. Fuck, I can't have a sign that says free Maxwell. Free MJF. They'll be all free right. Free MJF. Fuck. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, okay. I'll be the one holding the sign that says free MJF. And I'll be with my main man, JB, and our brethren, Cactus Matt. And we will hopefully be off our nut on buckets and. First one to first person to buy cactus matter pint wins a prize from us. That's Don't right. care what it is, just you know, That's someone right. buy him a drink. Yeah, someone buy him a drink. God damn it! Even if it's a Vimto, yeah, just buy him saying an Iron Brew. Yeah, you know I mean, hey, we don't knock Iron Brew on this show. No, not at all, man. We're still looking for that sponsorship for the nineteen oh one, fam. Shit, we got Surfshark. We're all right with Surfshark. We do thank, have thank Surfshark. You, Surfshark. Damn, so. Surfshark, your your best bet for a VPN service. It keeps all your browsing private. It also means that you can browse as if you're anywhere in the world, meaning you can get content that's only available in certain regions of the world. So you could be in America watching the UK network. You could be in the UK watching like cbs or what you know whatever fucking yeah C- those uh, peacock you know or whatever yeah. or hulu or what's yeah that's one? right you know i don't know all those all those american ones and you know you could go on youtube and you will no longer see that this content is not available in your region Indeed. that is not something you will see again um yeah let's uh let's wrap it up let's uh, say it's 83 percent off with three months free if you use our code in the description it's at the top you will see it, it says you know you use the word grapple it's the greatest right. word going grapple gets you 
whatever you need in this VPN situation. Um, Click the link, use our code, and you will get 83% off and three free months. Hit the ting. Hit the ting, bruv. Do it. Um, one more push on subscribing. You know, if you haven't done it, you know, shame on you all. Mate, but if you're gonna do it, thank you. And yeah, if you're gonna you. do it, cheers. If not, fucking do it. You know, it doesn't cost any money. We're not asking, we don't want your money, we want YouTube's money. We keep saying this. Touch our bells, subscribe. You don't even have to get notifications. Please just subscribe. It doesn't cost a penny, but it really will help us out. We've been grinding out for two years of content for your beautiful selves. Please do us a favor. If you're watching this video, if you've ever watched any one of our videos, if you find our content even half amusing, please do us the favor. It doesn't cost you anything, but it really helps us. Please subscribe, guys. Please, please, please. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, why not hit five stars? Give us that rating. Again, it's free. Just do it. Just do it. And then go to YouTube and subscribe as well, you punks. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's got to be the perfect way to end it so thank you for joining us on this Q&A thank you for questions thank you for everything thank you for subscribing doing all that you know good shit you do I'm JB I'm with the best Chris in all the wrestling podcasts Mr Chris Dredd and we will say take care for now we'll see you soon peace <laughs>